Hey guys, I hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I'm sending you all so much love and so much peaceful, balanced energy. This is a part two to my triggered podcast, the one I just posted a few days ago. I am back in New York drinking my morning coffee. I'm feeling very balanced. I'm feeling very peaceful. I'm sure you can tell in my energy. It is so much different from the triggered energy that I was speaking from in my last um, podcast. And, you know, let this be, you know, let this be a powerful moment for us because though I've done all this work on myself and this is the you know, this is the common frequency that I'm in these days, right? From the healing that I've done. I do have my moments, as you can see, where I go back into my childhood and I'm triggered and somebody will say something, somebody will do something and it pulls me out of alignment. And it's just there to show me. It's there to show me what I still have to do, the work that I still have to do, And, you know, all of this is a a lesson, right? All of this is learning and growing and ascending and becoming and unlearning and relearning and reprogramming. And it's so important for us to know that the journey is never simple. It's never straight. It's never just an ascent. It it's like a an emotional roller coaster um where we bury ourselves in the sand sometimes and we feel like we can't see past that moment but the more and more that you heal the more and more you come into this surrender and understanding and knowing that there will be highs there will be many highs and there will be many lows the lows don't last as long as they used to I used to spiral into that moment. I remember, I remember living in Toronto. And if you guys have been following my journey, I've lived all over North America. I was running for years of my life, running, running from myself, running from my problems, running from relationships, trying to find happiness. So I bounced around all over the place and I never had stability in my life. And I've always been an emotional eater. So I would, you know, without even, you know, it's like a self-harm, it's a self-sabotage. And I remember living in Toronto and I had my own own, uh, apartment and there was finally peace in my life a little bit. I still, you know, had a lot of things I had to work through, major things, major blocks to finance and abundance. And all of it stemmed from, all the blocks stemmed from my unworthiness. So And I remember looking in the mirror and just hating my body, hating it, absolutely just trashing myself, self-criticism at its highest capacity, and loathing and this just not wanting to be who I am, wanting to escape my body. And, you know, being triggered from my aunt the other day, 
it brought me back to that place. I mean, but not directly in the position where I hate my body and I'm I'm in that moment of hating myself. It brought me back to those emotions. But my higher mind was standing above me, observing me in that moment, observing me in the moment um, when I was triggered, observing me in the moment when I was in Toronto, observing me in the moment of all the times that I felt bad about who I am because somebody else told me about who I am and I believed them. And this healing work only comes with a shift of perspective. I want you to understand how powerful this message is, that the healing work only comes when we shift our perspective. We can take our power back. See, my aunt brought me back to the inner child where I was the victim in that situation. And my higher mind brought me back to my best self, my ascended self, my healed self, the spirit and the soul that lives inside my body that is empowering the human that I am today. My higher mind pulled me right out of that space, allowed me to process some of the things I was feeling, allowed me to see it from the higher perspective. Now, I know you could feel in my last podcast, my energy, even though I was you know, talking about oh, um, shifting perspective and seeing it from a different perspective. Like you could still feel in my energy and in my delivery and my voice that I was hurting. And I was, I was hurting. How do we deal with ourselves in those moments of pain? Well, the old Misha would have self-sabotaged. She would have got food and ate or just cried and been really sad and hurt and really not talked to anybody about it, right? Just, you know, wallowed in my own sadness and beat myself up and self-harm, not self-harm, sorry, I never was into self-harm, but self-harm in a way of self-sabotage, overeating, uh, binge eating or, um, you know, I even was bulimic for a little while when I was in high school I remember my older sister walked in on me one day in the bathroom and she and me have her and me have never got along when we were younger but that was a moment where she she really saw me and she was hurting with me because we both had experienced some similar things you know um and sorry I went on a rant and I completely forgot where I was going oh yes um and so you could hear it in my voice the pain that I was in. And again, like I said, the more healing you do, the faster you work through that. And my higher mind was present with me this whole time, allowing me to process through what I needed to, allowing me to be gentle with myself. The old me would not have been gentle. The old me would have spiraled right into that darkness. If you are with me on this journey, You are mastering your higher mind. Your higher mind is becoming your truth. Your higher mind is your truth, right? The ego, the inner child are trying, are going to try and pull you out of that power, out of that empowerment. But your higher mind, if you've been working with me, you're strengthening that muscle. You're strengthening that part of yourself where you're able to rationalize, right? 
rationalize these false belief systems that you've been, you know, programmed to believe of yourself, right? Because as a child, and this is something that I want people to understand, you know, when I explain to people kind of like, when I explain to people how, oh, my aunt called me fat at my wedding and it really upset me, you know, their logical way of thinking goes, well, Misha, why would you be even phased by that? You know, you're not fat. Like, come on now. Right. That's the logical way of seeing it. Right. The human way of seeing it. But not understanding the emotional and how we are programmed. Right. This is how my brain works. So I have to explain to people when you are a child, say you're raising a child and you continuously tell that child that they are not good at something. Oh, you're not good at that. You will never be good at this, right? And I do have a lot of clients that I work with and and this is, you know, where you are programmed and I want you to understand when you were a child and you were told you weren't good at something or you weren't pretty or your your belly's hanging out, sucking your stomach, right? These little comments that seem so minor. They seem so small to the person who's making them, right? Those comments translate in our brains to I am not enough. I am unworthy. I will never be good enough. I need to be perfect. I need to be better. I will never be good enough. I am unlovable. I am ugly. I am fat. And to see that and understand and know that within your own programming, you have these belief systems of yourself because of some minor little comments that your trusted guardians or your teachers or your, for me, my ballet teacher, my my mom, my grandma, my aunt, you know, um, made of me, right? So small, so minor, these translated to those belief systems within myself where me growing up i've had body dysmorphia where i absolutely hate myself um like my body and it's so ridiculous and as i rationalize it as i've you know healed it's absolutely ridiculous because i have a body that people would die for and i honestly work out so much and I have to rationalize those opinions that people make of me, right? And the opinions that I make of myself being that the programming that I have and the belief systems that I have grown up with is that I am not enough. I am not good enough. I am fat. I'm unworthy. Suck in my stomach. Um, I could be better. I need to be perfect, right? And so we we start to change we start to change those belief systems of ourselves by rationalizing them, right? And I'm so grateful for my clients because those that I work with, they help me uh, become a better teacher. They help me see different dynamics and different programmings, different belief systems through their experiences, things that I haven't experienced, but because... I hold so much compassion and because I'm here to learn and teach, 
they help me become a better teacher. And so if you are somebody that is working with me or you've worked with me or you want to work with me, just know that it is a gift of mine to help understand where those programmings come from, what they translate to and how to reprogram and change yourself. Um, even if I haven't experienced the same thing as you, I have a deep understanding of you know, where that comes from. And so the other thing about this healing, right, is to have that recognition, rationalize your own thoughts and belief systems, and we can begin to change out of that, come into the higher mind where we're more gentle with ourselves, where we can see ourselves in those moments of being triggered. And the first thing that happened with me was I was angry. I was angry. I was really upset with her. I was mad at my aunt. And I don't want to be in that frequency, in that energy. I am a healer. And, you know, I claim my position here as a healer and a teacher. I'm not here to hate anyone. I am here to love, spread love, spread, you know, compassion, empathy, sympathy towards the other humans here. Even if they have done something that doesn't resonate with me and my reality and my journey. There's a true power in that in forgiveness and so shifting my perspective having a deeper understanding as to why my aunt criticized me well my aunt criticized me because she criticizes herself she was criticized by my grandmother because my grandmother criticized me my grandmother criticized herself where does that self-hatred come from right that self-hatred enough to put you know to to put others down to really just feel jealousy towards other people having to tear them down right where does it come from well it's generations of this self-hatred it's generations of the adult telling the child that they are not enough and that they could be better and they need to be better, they need to be perfect, suck it up, stop crying. It is generations of those belief systems, false belief systems being passed down through the bloodline. I could see it so clearly in my own family dynamic because my grandmother used to say these things to me and knowing how they made me feel I know that they made my mother and her sisters feel like absolute shit not purposely though this is what I want you to understand it is not purposely done because it's a program and so they don't even realize the pain they're causing right they don't even realize the pain they're causing because it's so normal to them right And it's so interesting how it's not interesting, it's amazing and it's it's beautiful, it's powerful. The the fact that you, you the one listening, has the power to change that dynamic. That maybe you're the people that are criticizing you in your life, maybe they won't ever have that self-recognition, and that's okay. But maybe they will. Maybe they will. You know, I I know my grandmother 
would criticize my mother or her sisters. And they have grown up with so many issues, so many issues, alcohol issues, you know, um, drugs in the family um, on my mom's side and just a really dysfunctional family. Uh, This need for perfection to sweep everything under the rug like there's nothing wrong and like nothing exists, right? Just keep moving forward. Um, That's something that my mother was taught. My mother was taught to sweep everything under the rug and not confront things. And what happens is we hoard onto those emotions and feelings and they manifest in other areas of our life. My mother in particular through alcohol, right? She had a sister who turned to drugs and um, had a really, really, you know, like she didn't live up to her potential in her life. And even my aunt who criticized me, like she's a beautiful person. She's beautiful outside. But, you know, to criticize people is a very ugly, ugly thing. And I know that that stems from jealousy and her herself feeling unworthy and needing to be in this competition in some type of way, right? Because she doesn't feel good about herself inside. And those were things that she was taught by my grandmother, who, again, was always trying to reach this perfection in her life and could never meet it, right? And so I just see the dysfunction there. And the amazing thing about being able to change the dynamic is that I worked so hard on myself to be at peace within myself so that I could have these open, gentle, and loving conversations with my mom so we could heal. Because I was hurting from those comments that my mom had, you know, made about me in my life. And I went years being confused about myself and hating myself and the self-criticism and being really really hard on myself until I finally got to a place where I had enough of living in my own head and beating myself up to a place where I finally broke down to my mother and I remember when I spoke with her I for the first time I was crying and I said mom you know you never I've never felt supported by you I've never felt beautiful because of all the things you've you've said about me and you know and her first reaction is to say well you're beautiful and you know that I love you and you're beautiful and you're my girl and, and but you have to break things down for people to understand you know I'm gonna probably do a podcast on helping people deliver messages because I know that that's a gift of mine um There's a way we deliver messages where people hear us. And there's a way that we deliver messages where people feel attacked. And my mother would be the first person to feel attacked. And so there's a way that I had to word things with her so she can hear me. It's very important that we learn those things. It's a skill. And everybody has the ability to, you know, master this skill. So instead of my mom feeling attacked, I said, Mom, I know that you didn't mean to hurt me and I know you love me so much and I have felt that love my entire life I know you love me I don't ever question that but there are things that you have said to me the little things that you've said to me in my life that have 
picked me apart and beat me down and made me feel unworthy inside. And so I've gone my whole life beating myself up in my head because of those things. And it's taken away a lot of joyful experiences for me. Um, the other thing that I explained to her was the dynamic in understanding that I know that grandma did that to her. And so it's it's natural for you to do the same thing to beat yourself up in your head and then to also do that to me because it's just your normal and the other thing that I did mention to her was about the confrontations and how she swept things under the rug and that it's not healthy for us to do that that the healthy thing for us to do is to communicate and talk about things because that's how we clear the energy we clear the air and we become closer we feel more love we feel more support this is how we're building a healthy dynamic in our family and that you know i had to work to come to the place where we can have those healthy conversations and my mom and me have a very beautiful relationship now. We we talk about everything. I actually have taught her how to confront things in her life. You know, she's had a lot of alcohol problems. But, you know, it's baby steps where she's now able to communicate, start communicating her truth. And I'm sure that's very freeing for her to be able to do that. Now, I know my aunt, she's not there yet. But I did write her an email. And, I, and with love, I delivered the messages with love. This is the most important thing for those of you trying to get through to people. That we deliver our messages with love. Instead of respond and reacting. Sorry, instead of me reacting, you know, and being upset and aggressive in the way that I used to handle things where no one heard the messages, no one heard the pain that was inside of me because it was masked with anger and aggression. Instead, I learned how to be gentle and articulate myself with love so that people can hear me and to be at the place where we're detached from the response and the reaction of others when we're communicating our truth because it's my truth this is what lives inside of me what burns inside of me and that not everybody is going to be ready to receive that truth because they haven't been able to confront their own truth within themselves is a way that we we get there and we become we become the inspiration for others to start confronting themselves everything around you is an example everything around you is here to show you yourself and some of you have some very painful pasts and i i can sympathize with that i can feel your pain you know and some of you are listening to this and you hold so much inside of you that you have to release still to get to this place where you're at peace with your life and yourself and it's your job to do that nobody can release that pain that's inside of you but yourself that's how we ascend to this peaceful place as we confront that pain we confront it we release it we write the letters that have yet to be written we 
we send the voice notes we have the conversations we sit down for coffee with the people that have hurt us we confront them in a gentle and loving way so that we can change the dynamic shift the perspective because a lot of the times we're so much in our own grief and pain that we don't realize how much pain that other person is for them to have projected their own pain onto us to cause us to be in pain ourselves And this is where we shift our perspectives. We start to see the human, the soul experience here that everyone here is just on their own soul journey. Some of us are further along than others. And I can even see it in my, my family dynamic. And most of you listening to me, you as well, can see it in your family dynamic that you be the older soul out of your family, the one who's here to heal and change the dynamic. I love you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing, beautiful, positive day. You deserve it.